This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go, 622 on a great day for talk radio. Uh, Was it a great day for those who have been convicted of simple pot possession? Well, uh, let's find out how the angriest pothead in Canada, Russell Barth, feels about it. He's also a writer and activist up there in the nation's capital. Russ, how are you doing this afternoon? Pretty fired up, John, pretty fired up. Why is Uh, that, my friend? Because John, uh, Ralph Goodale, is a bald-faced liar. I'm looking at this article here, and it says, uh, Goodale said expunging criminal records is only an option when the law, quotes, violates human rights and should never have existed in the first place. He says, with respect to cannabis, the law itself was completely valid and constitutional, but some people, especially vulnerable and marginalized communities, were impacted disproportionately and unfairly. That part is true, but the first part is a lie. There are at least 10 court rulings that say that the prohibition was unconstitutional, starting with the Parker ruling in 1999. Now, the reason he's probably lying about this is because if he says, yeah, well, obviously the, the law wasn't constitutional, which is why we had to change it back in 99 and, and bring in the medical program, is if he admits to that, then he's going to basically be tacitly admitting to a lot of the unconstitutionalities that are already involved in the current legislation. The so-called legalization bill, what I call the rejiggering of prohibition, <laughs> is also unconstitutional. So these slimy scumbags in the Liberal Party, well, what can you expect from them? I mean, we see what's going on with these guys now. So, mm. All right. Well, uh, obviously it's got you, Testy, so uh, you don't yeah, see any... No merit to this. Well, there is merit, obviously getting, you know, pardons. But like they said in the article, it's going to cost taxpayers a bunch of money to process all of these one by one when they should just be expunging them. All right. And so money saves time and saves a lot of hassle. Right. As well as them admitting to it being wrong. Right. Uh, And there have been a lot of people who are saying, yeah, why go about it with half measures? Just expunge. And therefore, like you say, a lot of hassles would be avoided, not least of which would be Maybe mm-hmm. entering the United States because it would still be in your database uh, base record, I guess, that would uh, Homeland yeah, Security well, would have access to. There's 193 other countries people could visit, but okay, sure. Oh, <laughs> the well, problem well. is, the, the reason they won't expunge is because they don't want to admit that the prohibition on cannabis was wrong. All right, but and what would that do? Willing to drag all, what would it do? Yeah, I mean, well, if not, you're going retroactively and saying that these are all the errors or the missteps that they took historically, uh, is that not all water under the bridge? Yes and no. There are some people who um, challenged the constitutionality of, of the law when it was still in effect, and they lost in court. Those cases could be reopened. If they admit to it being unconstitutional in the past, that, like I said, it tacitly admits that the regulations they have in place now are unconstitutional, the ones they just enacted on October 17th. Right. So that's why Goodale's being very careful with his words, i.e. lying, because he knows that if he says certain things, it's going to open up a can of worms that not he or the next government are going to want to deal with. All right. Uh, well, listen, I thought, you know, legalization certainly was something you heralded its arrival back in October, didn't you? Well, you know, I was looking forward to legalization. This is not so much. I mean, we see most of the good dispensaries have all been shut down. There isn't a single open dispensary in Ottawa now. We're supposed to get three of these stores. Maybe if these people can, you know, rake all their crap into a pile and get the stores open in time. And if they do, yippee skippy, it's going to be open three days a week selling this overpriced, weak, possibly contaminated, overtaxed weed that comes from, uh, you know, corporations that are helping uh, the Liberal Party and other things because it's all going in. It's all Liberal Party uh, friends who are all involved in all the big companies. 
Well, that's why why anybody would want to buy pot from any of these stores, because you're basically feeding the system that beat uh, beat us all with a stick for 90 years. That's why you're the angriest pothead in Canada. Russell Barth on the line from Ottawa. By the way, when they talk about uh, not expunging, but giving a pardon to somebody for simple possession, what's that mean, simple possession? Well, simple possession is like, um, you know, an ounce or something like that. Like the pot you have on you for your own personal use. Mm. Um, If you, you know, if they pull you over and you've got a trunk full of pot, like five or ten pounds or something like that, that's pers- obviously not personal use. So that would be sort of possession with intent or... You yeah, know, but you know, Russ, you know full well back in the 60s and 70s, there were people being busted for an ounce because that was considered to be something they were willing to traffic. Yeah, well, there are people who, well, an ounce is nothing, I and mean, that's, sim- that's a single transaction. Well, I, <laughs> I know, know, but still, that's trafficking, and so therefore, yeah. it's, a, it's a heavier yeah. wrap. But, I mean, a lot of that has to do with how poor you are and how dark your skin is, too. There are people in jail for little tiny bits of weed, and then there are people who are the mayor of Toronto, and they were moving a pound once. So, you know. And we're not talking about the current mayor. Yeah, John Tory. He talked about when him and his buddies were on some boat in, what was it, Lake Michigan or Lake something <laughs> or other, and they threw a pound overboard. Oh, I met uh, John Tory about that. He talked about it on... I missed that report, but we'll go with it anyway. I mean, back uh, when he was young, back when he was young, yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah, a lot of indiscretions. Or, or Justin Trudeau, remember Justin Trudeau's brother? How his, how how Pierre Trudeau got him off because you know he pulled some strings and got him off off the hook. So a lot of things, and that's why these things need to be expunged, is because if people just get pardoned, oh yeah, you get a pardon for the big thing you did, but another person gets a pardon. You know, they they spent time and got a record for a tiny little infraction. This is the thing. The sentences were handed out uh, disproportionately. The enforcement was disproportionate. And that's why Goodale and this whole government doesn't want to admit that it was unconstitutional. He says he basically contradicts himself in the same in the sentence, right? He says um, unconstitutional, but and then especially vulnerable and marginalized communities were impacted disproportionately unfairly. Yes, that's part of what made it unconstitutional. You idiot. Ask a lawyer. By the way, uh, how far back would they go with these pardons? I mean, if some of these raps, uh, maybe the people are going to age out here and uh, pass. They go back to anybody if they're still alive. If you're still every alive. Single, every single pot possession charge in Canada that didn't involve weapons or other drugs or other organized crime things should be completely expunged. All right. It's the cheapest, fastest, and most culturally significant way to do it. This is going to drag it out for years. It's going to be another decade before we get our apology in Parliament. And I'm not going to rest until we get it. There's a bunch of other people, too. We're not going to rest until a prime minister stands in the House of Commons and apologizes, just like he's done to, um, you know, all the different immigrants, uh, things over the years, and homosexuals, and everything. We're going to get an apology one day. Uh, Well, all right. The potheads, uh, (laughs) you're sure you can actually coalesce around this issue and present it in a forthright, forceful manner. I mean, you got that kind of stamina, do you? Well, maybe I don't, but the movement does. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, the $613 that they're waiving, that admin fee, you're saying that's a burden on the taxpayer. Well, I mean, somebody's got to pay it anyway, right? So it's good that they're not going to charge people the 613 or the 631 or whatever to do it, but they're still going to process everything one at a time to make sure it goes through. And that's just burning money and using up time. Like they said in the article, expunging it, boom, it's all done quick. Well, and they're Save saying money saves time, saves hassle. Well, they're saying they're saving time just because no wait time here, as far as a pardon is concerned. You're saying it's they'd going save, to take years to process. Even more. Well, they'd save even more if they just expunged it. Well, I understand the argument, but uh, and it's well, a sound what's more, one. What's more important, doing it very delicately in case somebody might get a pardon they don't deserve, or just doing it quickly and saving money? 
saving time and saving hassle, moving on, moving forward. So what you're basically saying, if uh, I can suggest there's one grand takeaway, is the liberals really booted this, this whole file, as much as it was a a feel-good exercise to reflect positively on them as being progressive and woke, uh, they missed the boat. Oh, my God. This has been a monumental bed pooping since the day they were elected. Okay? I mean, that's a polite way for me to say it on the air. But, I mean, if, if this was a child that you were coaching in hockey or teaching, preparing them for, like, a musical exam or something like that, and they crapped the bed this bad, you'd probably never speak to your child again. That's how bad this has been. It's been it was cut-and-paste legislation, and they blew it all to pieces. The... the um, the task force committee meetings and everything were an absolute joke. You can go read all the transcripts. I don't think there has been a time in Canadian history where more completely insane, stupid, and inane things were said in the Senate, in the House of Commons, and in committee meetings than in the past, than in our, you know, 2016 and 2017 and 18. By the way, talking Russ, about cannabis. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, since we're talking about hockey and crapping the bed uh, up in Ottawa, you'd know a thing or two about that, wouldn't you, with the Senators? <laughs> Just fired their coach yesterday, uh, traded away their four best players. Where does that, and Eugene Melnick can't get a, a new arena built downtown in the Breton Flats. Where's that franchise going? I have no idea. And They're going to pot. Get... That's the answer. They're going to pot. Oh, yeah. They should be so lucky. Probably help them out quite a bit, especially Melnick, man. Don't drink and tweet, buddy. All right. Well, listen, let's not impugn the man's character, too. I've well, already got the mayor on the hook. He's telling me he never dumped an ounce over the uh, side of a boat in Lake Michigan. I John Tory about dumping I was more. It was like a pound or something, he said. Oh, okay. I'll have to oh, verify Okay, please do. Otherwise, you know, I've got to cover my tail legally. You know that, eh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, it was in the news. <laughs> okay. I don't trust those people in the news. <laughs> Good speaking, John. All right. Trust the media. You've convinced me. You see that? The media types. I really have no no issue with those. I don't want anything to do with those sleazy types. All right. Hey, Russ, it's good to talk again. Thanks for uh, telling us uh, exactly what we need to know on this file. And uh, we won't trust the liberals to uh, really do anything of a benefit going forward with pot. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks a lot. Have, good talking again. Yeah, always a pleasure. Russell Barth, the angriest pothead in Canada. He's a writer and advocate as well. Okay. I hope you followed that. Uh, he really gets down into the weeds, no pun intended, when it comes to all of these matters. I think a lot of people were just probably uh, thankful to hear that the government is giving them this break and waiving the $613 fee. Let me take some calls on this. I'm curious to know if there's a pardon uh, forthcoming for you. Look, I mean, it's a, an admission now, and there sh- should be no shame or stigma attached to it. They say anywhere from 250,000 to 500,000 Canadians uh, have a criminal record for pot possession at some point. Uh, and if that's the case for you, how's this pardon going to affect your life? Have you found it difficult maybe gaining, uh, finding gainful employment, working with a, a charity, a volunteer group, because you've got a record? Did it come back to haunt you, crossing the border into the U.S. of A.? despite the fact that you can visit 193 other countries, as Russell Barth pointed out. And would you rather have preferred an expungement? Just want to hear if you've got uh, an issue here, a criminal pot possession uh, record. Is this going to be a great uh, relief to you? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.